What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode number 69 of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I am still your host, JPB. Today, we are talking about how inaction can lend to anxiety. And this is because action alleviates anxiety. If you are feeling anxious about something and overwhelmed, just do something, do anything, take any action towards accomplishing whatever this thing is that you're thinking about, that you're worrying about, the things that you have in your control to take action on. And this this episode was inspired by a post I did on Instagram that resonated with a lot of folks. And so I thought I would expand on that. Anxiety comes from thinking about the thing, whatever the thing is that you're building up in your head. And so doing the thing becomes really scary. Experiencing this, whatever it is that we are building up in our head becomes scary. And most of the time, it's not even a fraction of what we used our imagination to work up in our head. So stop thinking about the things and start doing them. Anxiety is the overestimation of the danger, the threat involved, and the underestimation of your ability to handle it. The more we build trust with ourselves and prove to ourselves that we are capable, the more we celebrate showing up for ourselves and celebrate our accomplishments and celebrate our wins, the more that we take action, the more proof we have for our brain and nervous system that we are capable of handling the challenges we face. Action creates experience for your brain to learn from. And when we're giving ourselves proof that we can take action, that what we do makes a difference, this is stronger proof than the fears that we create in our heads. And this is because the worry that we create comes from our thoughts. We are literally making shit up in our head. And I know, I absolutely know that it feels real and it feels scary and you get a visceral reaction. And we're going to talk about that. But the fear is coming from the thoughts that we have. Nothing else. There is a, there's a quote out there. I don't know who originally said it, but um, it says that danger is real, but fear is a choice. And I don't want to agree with that because I want to justify my own fears. But what if that happens? What if all of the things? (laughs) Do you ever stop to wonder what if it goes amazingly? What if it turns out better than I could have ever imagined? Or let's even take a step back and make this more accessible because we can't jump from everything is going to burn down around me to everything is wonderful, rays of sunshine and sparkles and unicorns. Our brain will not make that cognitive leap. It'll call bullshit and stay in the familiar fear. So instead, what if we turn our what ifs into something closer 
to where we are at in this moment, but still not making up scary shit to torture ourselves with. That can look like, what if this turns out okay? What if I can handle it? What if I can figure it out? What if I can survive this? What if I can learn from this? Making something neutral allows for less fear and more learning. This is where you have the opportunity to take action on whatever this thing is and get that proof for your brain and nervous system that you what you do makes a difference and that you won't literally die. And then we get to build from there. And this goes for all things. Whether we're starting a new workout or just wanting to get some more movement in our lives. If we're starting a breathwork practice or meditation or journaling, paying bills, cleaning your house, um, having hard conversations, starting a new job, traveling somewhere new, it doesn't matter what it is. It is the same process. Our brains will resist new things. And because of that negative, you know, bias, towards looking for all of the possible potential threat in order to keep us alive, we are going to have these thoughts cross our mind. So we take action one step at a time, no matter how fast or how slow, even if it sucked, once you do it, it's over. Even if it's just getting past the first step, that part is done. Unless you choose to carry it forward and worry, and that is 100% a choice. And I know you might be thinking, but I can't control my thoughts. They just come into my head and take control. And I hear you because that's what just popped into my head. And no, you can't control what comes into your head. We don't need to. What we can do is manage our thoughts and choose what we give our attention to. Because you have the ability to choose to be aware of what is in your head. Notice what it is. And then choose which thoughts you want to give your attention to, which thoughts you want to give your energy to. And just because you have a thought doesn't necessarily mean it's anything at all. It doesn't mean anything. Your brain is processing millions of pieces of information from all of your senses, most of which you aren't even consciously aware of. So as your brain is making sense of the world, there will be thoughts that come up from whatever it is that you've been exposed to. This includes what movies you watch, TV you watch, the news, which is in itself scary right now. And and part of that is intentional. You know, the things that you're exposed to include what you read, what you listen to, music, conversations from other people, what kind of community you are involved, communities maybe you are involved in, and what kind of messaging you are getting there, what you overhear in passing on the street what you see, what you smell, taste, and hear, and how these things relate in any way to any experience you've ever had previously. It's a whole web of information and data that your brain is processing. Your thoughts are just part of that, especially the ones that aren't intentional. There's a difference between the stream of consciousness that's always flowing because of the sensory processing and the intentional planning, imagining, and decision-making that you do, that you choose. The thoughts that come out of the stream of consciousness are just things, just pieces of information that we've collected. They don't mean anything until we give our attention to a thought and assign a meaning or fixate on it. So again, action creates experience for your brain to learn from. 
when we're giving ourselves proof that we can take action, that what we do makes a difference, this is stronger proof than the fears we create in our heads. Action involves the intentional interaction between our internal world and our external world. We have a, a thought or an idea, and then we take action, which stimulates our senses, our sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, short-term memory, spatial recognition and mapping, decision-making, and a lot of other pieces of all of our systems. So if nothing else, just the engagement of more of our systems encodes this action memory a bit stronger than something that lives solely in our head. And that feeling of anxiety is very real because those thoughts of worry and fear are sending a cascade of chemical reactions into our systems, into our body's systems. The anxious jitters and sweat and hyperfocus, the stomach ache, that my friend is a result of the resources from your stress response showing up to help you out. That's giving you the resources you need to, uh, to face the challenge, to overcome whatever it is, which brings us back to action. We have to spend those resources our body creates to complete the stress response cycle. And this is why movement and exercise are crucial parts of releasing the stress, managing anxiety, and no, these are not substitutes for therapy. They're just another piece to the puzzle. This reminds me that I will be hosting a workshop in March on your brain and exercise. Why exercise is important and crucial for managing stress, anxiety, and depression, and how it supports your overall cognitive function and mental health. Because of the way our society functions, or rather it's a lack of function, we think of exercise as a way to get sexy, to look a certain way, and even as, as a way to chase value through looking a certain way. Because these are the messages we, he- we see and hear all around us. And I'm here to tell you that that's all great if that is a goal of yours. But the reason to exercise and move your body goes far beyond what you look like. All the way up to how you are able to navigate this life, your problem-solving skills, memory and learning abilities, how you feel as you do navigate this life. So stay tuned for more on that as we get closer. All right, my friends, wrapping this up, anxiety is the overestimation of danger and threat involved and the underestimation of your ability to handle it. And I don't think we would worry. Actually, I know. I know that we don't worry as much when we trust ourselves to figure out whatever the outcome is, to navigate whatever comes our way. Not that we'll love the outcome, because that's not how this life works, but that we can figure out how to navigate whatever the outcome is. And the great thing about an outcome that we don't love is that it's an opportunity to learn how to adjust and adapt and change how we approach that thing the next time. Does that mean it's going to feel great? No. I think most of the major lessons and learning opportunities that I have been given, especially in the last five or 10 years, have come with a lot of hard, uncomfortable, and really shitty feelings that I didn't want at that time. But it was figure outable. And in the end, I learned some things along the way. And now that is my goal. And it is what is in the forefront of my thoughts as I take action to create this life. I will either win or I will learn. In either way, it's good information. And I know that I can handle whatever comes 
and it will be okay. Because in any case, the world will keep moving because that's just what it does. And I get to choose how I participate in that. So my challenge to you this week is to take action, small action, make the barrier to entry as low as possible. And some people have this idea about how if you, you know, you have to set grandiose goals and take big action and all of that. Again, your brain cannot make that big of a cognitive leap. It's going to jump back to safety, which is whatever you know right now. So give yourself an easy win so that you can build that trust and safety in your brain and nervous system. One step and then two steps. You don't just start running or whatever other analogy you want to put there. Make it achievable. Make it super easy and then celebrate it and then do that again. Take action. That's my challenge for you this week. Thank you so much for being here. I am incredibly grateful that you choose to spend your time here with me. And I do not take that for granted. Time is one of our most precious resources. And I am genuinely grateful to have your time and attention. Until next week, I hope you have a beautiful day today, a beautiful week ahead. Peace out.